0: Welcome to worst ever podcast. I am Christine Lakin. And this week on the show, we have part two with Stacey Keenan. You're gonna love this. We get into some of her worst dates ever, her worst vacations ever, and the worst case she's ever tried thus far. Plus, we get a little off-topic with some true crime stuff, so get ready. If you're a murder file, like I am, you're going to really find this interesting. The worst moments of our life. Hey, girl, hey, that's bad. Uh, So speaking of, like, worst ever experiences. That is the
1: worst ever.
0: I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition
1: ever. How bad can I be?
0: And we feel the pain is best served funny. I do think we do need to go back, though, for a second. Uh, Do you remember any worst dates? Yes.
2: Mm, well, okay. So I listened to your first episode with Jody Sweeten, which I enjoyed very much. Yeah. And there you were talking about dates that are sneakily dates. Sneaky dates. That you don't the the female oh, right, side right, right, right. is perhaps not informed that this is a date. Right. Yeah. And Lakin, you're actually part of this story. <gasps> Oh no! Yes. What happened? Well, no. Okay, so you're not even going to remember this, but anyway, she doesn't um...
0: remember dating Jeff Jude. No, well, I do. I <laughs> forgot. That was okay. That was bad. That's not. There's just been a lot of Andrew talk the last two weeks. I was just <gasps> assuming. She Jeff Jude for well, four years and Andrew Keegan for two weeks, two but she remembers
1: fucking Andrew Keegan. <laughs> not. No, it's not. Even... Well, and it made it Jeff sound like she dated every
2: guy that was ever on the show because she was like, I don't know hmm there was Andrew Keegan <laughs> let's see who else, who else? <laughs> um all right okay go ahead. so this was a sneaky date so this guy comes to our acting class and I've been in this acting class forever I love our teacher he is he's just this he's not one of these guru acting teacher types he's just this wise brilliant person and we're you know I've been with him forever um, I actually started there when I was 18. He wouldn't take anybody under 18. My mom called for me, and he's like, no, you have to be 18. So I waited however many years, and when I turned 18, I started going, and I just kept going back because he's a great teacher. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so this guy comes to class, and he's sitting with our teacher. And then he he's watching the work, and I did a scene that night or whatever, So then he wants to have like a general meeting with me. And for those of you out there in podcast land um, who are not familiar with the industry, a general a general is just like, you know, you're not here to audition for any particular project. You're just here for us to meet each other in person. Sort of
1: feel your personality out. Exactly.
0: And then mine
2: for roles that might be coming up. Exactly. And maybe we have something in development, maybe whatever. So he comes to, you know, so he watches the work, watches class, tells our teacher, you know, I, you know, give me her information. I want to have a general with her. And he was, I think, head of development at a, at some film company. Oh God. Okay. So I go, I have this meeting with him at his office. It's all pretty pro, pretty legit. We're talking projects, this and that. So then he's like, I want to keep talking about this over dinner. And, be, and this sounds very naive, but I was like, oh, okay, great. You know, we're just kind of vibing out. We're, we have a lot of prospects here. Yes, let us continue this conversation. So I go to dinner with him, and I think we went to Katana or one of those places. Right. And we and so I meet him there and we're sitting there and then at a certain point he's like sitting next to me and now he's like touching my knee and I'm like, whoa, Whoa. and I'm even more disoriented because my teacher is legit. He doesn't let fools like this come in his class. It's not like that. It's a professional. He's a professional person. He's he anyway. So, so oh it's even God. more shocking because I'm just like I don't understand what's going on right now. So who comes in and sits down at the neighboring table,
0: Lakin? That's right, with some you of did? her friends. Oh my God, that's right. And I remember, and now I mean, we were. I think we went for a. Um, I'm pretty sure it was for one of my one of my good friends from college. I think she, it was like her someone's. Bachelorette party or I can't it might have been her bachelorette party actually. Maybe
2: yeah, it's Lakin with like, with a few girls. Yeah. And I'm and now I am feeling guilty. I'm like, oh my god, Lakin is seeing me. This guy is sitting next to me on the banquet suddenly, uninvited from his side of the table. With your boyfriend yes, 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 I've been for with years. guy for a hundred years. So he's sitting next to me, like touching my knee. And I'm going, Lakin must be thinking that I'm like cheating on Guy (laughs) because this here's this dude, you know, and and it
0: was quite strange. Yeah, it was very out of character.
2: Yes. And I can see Lakin looking at me like, what? what is going on over there? Anyway, so ultimately, you know... God, I completely forgot about that. Right. So I managed to... By the end of the night, I finally told him, like, look, I'm in a relationship. I'm not sure what, you know, what I thought we were continuing our conversation from before. If you thought this was something else. And, oh, he was so pissed. He didn't even try to be like, oh, okay, you know, sure, whatever. He he just turned on a dime. And he was pissed that he had spent the money on the dinner and the champagne or whatever. And he just... Just on a dime, just turned. It's so gross. It is. And then I went to his. I went to my teacher, and I told him, and he was horrified, shocked, and that guy never, never came back to our class. I will not say his name, but, but that's
0: you know, yeah. That That is the
1: worst date ever. That's a good one, Stacey.
0: Well, it's so. It's just. My daughter, well, she thought it my was hilarious. She thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> George was like, laughing. Cool. That's what's so <laughs> tricky in this, especially in this industry, because it's so cash and everyone's like, oh, let's just talk. Oh my let's just go have a drink. Let's yeah, just go just, like a quick yeah, have a dinner. Yeah, we're just out. Because it's someone... always built around right. a premiere, a screening, a, an event, a drinks, a dinner. These are the things we do. But, so it's very hard to discern when it suddenly turns into like a weird date. Until that moment when someone's either touching your knee or, like, lunging at you over a parking meter trying to, like, kiss you. And you're like, whoa, I thought we were – whoa, sweet.
1: But it, also if you're – Are you
0: buying if, my show? Yeah, out, what, <laughs> what's yeah. happening? Yeah,
1: yeah, because that happened to you.
0: Your guy yeah. lunged over a parking meter? Oh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. She loves these kind of dates.
0: I don't love these I'm, kind of dates. I'm just saying. she's They've happened to me. But I'm – you know, here's the problem. I, I know that I'm a personable person. I know when I'm also in like a selling mode of like, Oh cool. You like the product I'm selling. Yes. Let's talk about it. Like, and I, and I'm selling my personality. I'm selling who I, who I am as a creator. Um, I just always assume that I, like I'm giving everyone the benefit of the doubt that it's all yes. the up and up until, and especially as like a businesswoman, are you not supposed to, someone's like, let's just continue to talk about this. No, actually I think we shouldn't talk about that. Like, of course you're going to be like, yes, let's, let let's continue because I like where this is going and, Right, you know, and you're trying to do business. You're trying to do business. <laughs> right, and and then, you know, there's a whole, I don't know if you've seen God, the- can you imagine if it happened in reverse? Can you imagine? I bet it has. I'm sure, but I mean, like if, if the guy was really just there to do business and all of a sudden you started to like play footsie under the table, can you imagine? I just feel like a man would be like, oh, oh, if he didn't want it, like this is now very inappropriate. Like, I just don't feel like- I just yeah. don't feel like it would be the same. I, yeah, I think. Right, well, there's that up, Amy. It, oh, it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, take it easy.
0: I just think it. I just think it probably very rarely happens the other no, way. No, I'm
1: just saying to you is, uh, and I'm not. Listen, it <laughs> happens on both ends. I'm sure.
0: I'm sure it has. I just don't think it happens as often.
1: I understand yes. what you're saying, but it's happened.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> What, did yes. you, you have some you actually like have some experience of some I woman coming on to you Please, please you to do tell. I don't but I just don't want to put down
1: everybody that not you're a down. general
0: thing mm. I'm not putting everybody I don't want to get
1: all lawyery on you Christine
2: <laughs> Oh my god but
1: okay worst vacation ever
2: Well, wait, I just want to say one one last thing on that point. There is an inside Amy Schumer sketch on this. It's not directly on point. It's not her having a casting couch situation or a business situation, but it's her basically at a party and her date has gone to get her a drink. Bless you. That was one of Lakin's doggies sneezing. Um, And... uh, (laughs)
0: <laughs> Sorry the wheels and are falling so she, off over here
2: She's by herself at this party While her date goes to get her a drink And then d- different guys come up and try to Snake in And then she, when she says like you know, if they want to go get her a drink and she said something like, oh, well, just to let you know, I am here with a date. They're like, oh, oh, what? You're so hot. Oh, you think I'm hitting on you yeah, just because right. I'm being polite? It's right. Kind of, but I so relate to wherever that came from. So yeah. What made angry, her write that? He, he got, got, got angry, angry like because that. all of a sudden his sneaky date didn't work. Like, right. Well, right. So, th- so he then put, he's.
1: Was he turning it around on you?
2: Well, he was – you mean in my case or in the – In your
1: case. was Well, he go- was
2: – no, but he was just very mad when I like, made it clear that I wasn't going to go home with him that night, which I think is what he thought was going to happen. And that you had a boyfriend. And this that I had a boyfriend and that I thought – Just about business, This was you a continuation of our meeting, basically, and he was just pissed off and ice cold, you know. But the point of this sketch was all about if you don't say something – then it's like what you're leading the guy on, or you're trying to get him right. to buy you drinks or something. Right. But then if you do say something, then you're being presumptuous. But I just love that sketch because it's such a, I've you know I'm I know
0: you have felt that before. Oh yeah. Do you say oh, something? Do you totally. not say something? I mean you know, uh, yeah. It was a uh, my situation. It was a very 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 confusing moment. And then afterwards, I was like, but did did that just did he just lean? Wow. Did he lunge? What what was that? And this is a development. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh yeah, I know the story. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then, worst vacation. Any bad vacations?
2: Um, I did go backpacking through Europe at age eighteen. This was probably on a hiatus from the show. Um. which I mean, now I the terror that my mom felt. I, oh, I'm I get sure. it now. Myself too.
0: Can you imagine six and a half weeks? And like this is before anyone really. I had like an emergency cell phone, but it was really all just like <laughs> I'll check in like every four or five days from an internet cafe. No problem. Staying in a hostel in the middle yeah, of Berlin. That is totally. Crazy to yeah, out. there was. I'm gonna absolutely. go to Greece by myself. Yeah, well, we're in yeah. a different
1: no. time now, too, guys. It's not.
0: Yeah, I don't know that the world was actually different. I think our perception of the world was different. No, the world is
1: different. There's a lot more shit happening out there that we don't, you know, there's all these.
0: I still, yeah, anyway, I still could have been hostile. I'm just putting it, I'm just saying. This was months, (laughs) this is literally the month before 9 11. So things were happening, things were brewing. Okay. The world was happening. Okay. Okay. Anyway, continue. Yes. And at, when I
2: went, yes, there was, I don't think there was internet or internet was still pretty rare. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was that long ago. And there was definitely, I think there were car phones, which right. I had several of, but no, no cell phones. Anyhow, um, we went to Amsterdam and when we came out of the train station, this guy approached us and he was like, Hey, I have a hostel that's on a houseboat in, you know, on one of the main canals in Amsterdam. And we were like, ooh, great, strange man. Let's follow you back to your, you know, dungeon or whatever. Oh, God. So, yes, we did. Q. Liam
0: Neeson. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Q,
0: you're about to
1: be in a window at yeah, some... right. Yeah.
2: Right. So anyway, he turned out to be normal. There was no dungeon. He, in fact, did have a houseboat on a major canal in the middle of Amsterdam that had been transformed into a pretty cool hostel. So all of that was fine. So we stayed on this boat. The problem was... That at least at that time, I don't know what it's like now, but the canals in Amsterdam were like filthy sewers. Yeah. And so I was sleeping in a sleeping bag on a bunk on this boat and woke up in the morning and had the only thing showing was my face. And it had been feasted on by these (gasps) pestilential, like, canal mosquitoes. So it looked like I had kind of extreme cystic acne because these bites were on every bit of my face. And they were big, they were red, they were itchy, and they lasted for three weeks. And so for the whole... No, I'm sure I do. For the entire rest of the trip, I walked around with these bright red huge bumps all over my face from the Amsterdam this is a Are woman they, who was on a prime yes. time
0: TV show people
1: <laughs> yeah and how far yeah. into the vacation were you you it
2: was it was basically the whole rest of the time that's oh insane. god I had this all over my face yeah it was great okay that's yeah.
1: terrible that's all right. That's the worst. That's, that's a good pretty worst bad. vacation. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. still,
2: I'm, you know, yeah. I'm sure people have dealt with way worse, but,
1: <laughs> but no, no, it's, no, it wasn't so cute. How's that? No, that's, I would have been freaked out. I'm not good with bugs, period. Worst. I'm trying. Oh. Worst holiday.
2: Worst. Ho- oh, as in Christmas or yeah. Thanksgiving or something like that. Hmm. That's another, that's a good question. Well, um, (laughs) it's hard to say one particular one, but um, my mom, um, (laughs) yeah, my mom, may she rest in peace. She passed away in 2009, but my mom had a funny thing where she would, even as broke as we were, she had to make sure that we had this amazing Christmas every Christmas. So she would go – and it was just me and my sister. Those, those were the only kids in the family. But she would go crazy, and she would buy a bunch of – just piles of presents. I mean, I remember – When you would walk in, you know, after Santa came on Christmas morning, as living in Spanish Harlem, cockroaches running around everywhere, whatever, there was still, there was a pile of presents. It was like Daddy Warbucks, Richie Rich, whatever you want to call it, huge piles of presents every time. But then, and she would put it all in credit cards and then deal with paying for it later, because she wouldn't let us not have this, you know, palatial, fabulous Christmas. But then she would sit there, being looking at all of it, thinking about the debt, thinking about it all being on credit cards, and she would get super just anxious anxious and stressed out. And she was always freaked out every Christmas, even when we were no longer in that situation. I think it was just what Christmas was for her. But anyway, she was very glamorous, my mom, Mm -hmm. very kind of leggy and, and glamorous and everything. And and she'd
0: some sort of like 1980s fur, like a cigarette.
2: <laughs> always, oh yes, always with the cigarette. She was, when, you know, she was of that time. She smoked for probably 50 years. But anyway, she'd be sitting there in like her nightgown with the long legs, you know, and she had these beautiful hands, like very long fingers. And, and she would sit there just staring at us, opening all these presents, smoking. And then at some <laughs> point she would go, well, enjoy it, because pretty soon we're going to be in debtor's prison. <laughs> She would tell you guys that? Yes. <laughs>
1: she sounds like your mom sounds Jackie. like she belongs in a movie of the week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or a, a feature. I'd give her yeah. a feature. No, yeah, totally, she has totally, a great totally story. Just
1: picturing her just by the way you describe her, <laughs> she sounds amazing. Yeah. She, she was, was great. Did a... she have that smoker voice?
2: No. She really, I don't know how because she did smoke for 50 years, but no. She, she did didn't... finally quit. Eventually, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but no, no. She, no, she had a. She, she was a model. She was very beautiful. Um, but yeah, she had quite a, quite a life, quite a
0: story.
1: <laughs> That's a good, Chris. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see. Got... I have one last thing I want to ask yeah, you. Go ahead, Kristen. Um, Say something.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you want to tell the story, but I do. I do remember there being a story about, and I can't remember what the circumstances of the audition were but there was a letter that was written did you send a letter to some was oh.
1: oh yes you
2: know what
0: okay so yeah okay so Started for the this year. is i feel like the pre-law stacy the 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 stacy that like didn't know she wanted to be a lawyer this yet
1: art history stacy
0: no this was during my two dads actually that's how long ago this oh, was
2: okay, okay. yes hey. yeah um so I booked my two dads, and my very, very best friend was a girl named Devin. She still is one of my best friends. Shout out to Devin Odessa out there, um, who has you would many know of her, her own from
0: um, my so-called life. Yes. Oh um, yes. Many other things. she yes. Did an episode of Step by Step. Yeah, Every I think yeah. She, yeah. I'm sure did she you did. Date yeah, her? she's a great actress. <laughs> I wish no, but we did share a bed together in London. That's that's for a different story, a different okay, time. Yeah, that's another. It's right. another time. That's another time. Different
2: <laughs> different story. But I do um, love Miss Odessa. Yes, she's a beautiful girl and a great actress. But anyhow, um, so yeah, so we were best friends. Um, we met actually when I was 11; she was 12 and a half. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, so then they wrote the part of. The character on My Two Dads, her name was Nicole. So Nicole was going to have a best friend. And these producers, I think because I talked about her all the time, um, they named the best friend character Devin. Oh, yeah. And Devin was auditioning for the part. And um, there was another mom who was like, oh, my God, they're just going to give this part to Devin because she's already... You know, my best friend in real life, they've named the character after her. They're just going to give her this part. And at some point, the producers got uh, like all these, they started getting letters saying, you know, Devin is a really bad influence on Stacy And they were seen like in a car with boys or something. What? I don't know. Just trying to make it out like Devin was this slightly, you know, at the, t- you know, slightly older kid who was a bad influence. None of it was true. I was so not weird. allowed to be in a car with a boy, even in high school, much less at age 12. Like, there was no way. None of it was true. But ultimately, um, Devin did not get the part. They changed the character's name to Shelby, um, and she didn't get the part. But for a moment there, she and I had this dream that we were going to be on the show together. It didn't. That's so
0: weird. Yeah.
1: Poor Devin. Um, but isn't there another story with an
0: agency? I don't know. I was thinking that it it was a... I actually think it was like a casting thing. But I think you had written... I I remember you telling me you had written this letter and you were like so pissed at something that this casting agency had done. And then you showed it to your manager and your manager's like, I don't think we should send it. (laughs) You were like fine. <laughs> but I don't I don't think it was ever actually sent.
2: Oh, I think it was to a publicist. Oh, it was to a
0: publicist. Yeah.
2: My manager and I went around and I think it was after step-by-step Step, and we were kind of looking for like, Oh, maybe, you know, kind of get things going, get a publicist. Um, and we met with this woman and she just, she just kind of went off in this meeting. She, I don't know. Yeah. She was just like, she just basically said like, you have no career. <clears throat> you, Oh, some of these
0: publicists, I think, by the way, most of them are on something. I think publicists so are many strange meetings.
1: Oh, but you're not talking about your publicists, no,
0: not now. Well, just be
1: clear.
2: But no, for the most part, they're not. It's it's a weird breed of people I think I don't well, it's know it's just strange it's that nuts. a publicist
1: would say that to you like what are we going to do for you
2: and this was a meeting right to, like where yeah we were going to maybe hire her company and she just kind of yeah she just went off and was like you know your expectations are unrealistic like you you have no career if you think that you know I'm going to be able to somehow do something like what do you think is going to happen she I had a just very similar meeting with somebody off yeah yeah and so I wrote I wrote her this letter where I was just like yo <laughs> You know, um, and then, yeah, and then showed it to my manager and he was like, "Mm, how about we don't send that to her? Which is probably the wise thing I would never remember. I I don't remember, honestly. Um, But yeah, so it 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 was not sent.
0: But you had that meeting too? I had a very similar, I wonder if it was the same person, but she was like a big publicist, like represented a lot of big people. And I remember I was looking for someone and I was set up with her and like two others, right? And you go and you have these meetings and you basically say, like, oh, I have this stuff coming out and this is what I'm looking to do and this is how I want to change my career and, you know, and and can you help me? And these people are not cheap. They're actually extremely expensive. So expensive. And some of them are, you know, blow a lot of smoke and say, oh, yes, we'll be able to do this and this and this and that and they can't do anything. And then they they do exactly nothing. Um, and then there are people who are normal and are very good at their job, like the woman I work with now, and she's very realistic and what her expectations are, and she works really hard. And then there are these weird people in between who, like the meeting I had, basically came in guns blazing, told me how nobody I was. How she could barely do anything for me. like, what was I doing sitting in her office?
1: She said that.
0: Yeah, she's like, I don't even know how, like I don't really know why we are having this meeting <gasps> because like maybe I could get you in like an us weekly, but like that's a huge maybe and like we, I don't even do that. That's like so beneath me. Like that's not even how I work. And like, talked like this to me, talked down to me like this. Oh my God. When I left, I felt so terrible about myself. And then she called my manager and was like, I mean, I would work with her. Oh my God. But it's gonna be like five grand a month. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I was so <laughs> mad after that, after she made me feel so terrible What's her and name? small. And then, like, come back around and said she would work with me. And I said, do you understand the meeting that I just had with this woman? Like, that's psychotic. That's actually psychotic. I think, well, she's, so it's interesting. I think she's on something. It's
1: especially interesting with publicists, especially in this day and age, is that celebrities and actors and performers pretty much create their own content. And with the way that social media is set up, with Instagram, the Snapchat, the Facebook, mm-hmm. the all the of the thes. the stories, yeah, the stories. Now that you got to all these damn stories, you got to make. I mean, you're producing your own fucking life film, you know? Yeah, right,
0: right. Yeah.
1: You would think that a publicist is like, because now you are, you're
0: always, doing a lot of the things. You're
1: doing everything yourself. <laughs> like, your shit's what's getting it in the map. You know what I mean? I mean, my best friend's a celebrity, right? She posts a picture of her and her kid or her by herself in, on Instagram. It's in Us Weekly. You right, know what I mean? right. It's not, I
0: don't need you. Like back in the days yeah. when they would be like curating these pictures yeah. and then like yeah. you know, trying to get them out to the different outlets or yeah. you know, because there was no online, there was no, there was nothing. My brother created his career based on Snapchat. I know. We're drinking the champagne.
1: We're drinking the champagne. What
0: do you mean he has a line of champagne?
1: No, he no. just loves a certain champagne, and I stole it from his bungalow at Beverly Hills Hotel. <laughs>
2: uh, no, cheers, no. everyone! You're well. Cheers. Happy yes, Easter. Cheers. Fancy. That is fancy. I love that.
1: Um, he'll be a coach Next week, if you want to see him, everyone, mm-hmm. DJ Khaled.
2: <laughs> Lean back. That's so that's your brother. Lean Get back. out of here, Major Key. Major, major Key. Major Key. Oh, I love that guy. It
1: always comes back around to Khaled, doesn't it, Stephen? Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Pretty Aww. much story of my life. <laughs> I yeah. do love him.
1: Yeah, you might be um, prosecuting him soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's hope not. Okay. I'd like to just be drinking the if champagne. If you
1: do, I'm happy to be a witness.
0: Oh don't, no, okay. don't get in you just want to be inside of a courtroom so bad. I, know, I love Jeez. the courtroom. Uh, I, I told you I have, you have an in.
1: obsession. Let's talk about your favorite courtroom dramas.
0: Oh. All right.
2: Oh. Oh boy. I mean Are you a law and order person? No, not no. I have I've kind of missed that boat, but um but yeah, I've been listening to Sword and Scale. I love all the audio when they get the original audio. Whatever mm. the nine one one call, the, I the, love it, the interrogation, the interview. Yeah, Uh, Nancy
1: Grace. I miss her so
2: much. Okay. (laughs) I love Nancy Grace. I loved, as we were talking about before, all the OJ stuff, both the documentary and the drama. Loved that and could not get enough of it.
0: Sarah Paulson is so good (sighs) as much of her.
2: I love looking at her. I love everything about her. I love her voice. Anyway. um, The
1: depositions alone. I could watch depositions all day long.
2: Depositions?
1: Yeah, like those fi- those film depositions of like OJ of like
2: oh what,
1: what we didn't know. Yes, like when they were doing the civil part of it, and oh, okay. you had to sit through a deposition. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? What just happened? I was freaking out. Yeah, I love a deposition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Steven's writing that one down. I, I yeah. love a deposition.
2: And all the discovery ID show yeah, there's that, I Casey love Anthony, I'm, all of that.
1: The case I Are you watching the case? I'm I'm on episode 3. Wait, where where
2: where can you find that? ID Discovery so, ID. We don't have we don't have T V. Oh, what are you God. talking about? I know. It's that is re- the
1: worst life ever.
2: Well, it, here's the problem is that I love TV and that if I had TV, I would watch twelve hours of TV Your a day. I wouldn't be, be here industry. right now. I would be watching, watching Discovery I'd be ID. staring at like a commercial or an infomercial just mesmerized. <laughs> like I'll watch anything. It's really bad. It's extreme. So we can't have cable because I yeah, I will stop functioning and just watch TV and do nothing. No,
1: else. I know that, but when did you stop watching TV?
2: it's been years I mean we haven't had TV in the house like ever
1: I get it but then it doesn't explain and not trying to bring it back but how the hell do you know Major Key and like DJ Khaled like well, how, because how okay well I listen to the...
2: music so I know who DJ Khaled is I, I know, but I don't listen I to his saw music him, so... I saw him on the new Chelsea Netflix show oh
1: is he on that
2: he was on he did a thing I think she oh, was he's
1: like his her report he does some right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he'll do
2: like a Major Key you know yeah, and he yeah, talks yeah. to Chelsea whatever and I watch her show yeah. so I saw him on that I saw his whole shoe closet Um, so now I feel like I know him
1: right um, okay that makes sense great right.
2: like, so basically I watch everything on the internet but nothing that's on tv so we don't have cable not
1: have like a you know what you can get do you have at&t no i'm talking about your phone no your iphone sprint okay Uh, okay.
2: (laughs) but you can probably
1: (laughs) well no because i think now at&t for us now direct tv direct yes they
0: are so you could get the app
1: right so i might lose direct tv Aha. Get the app and watch it on Just Apple TV. Just keep the pop,
0: okay? Just keep the pop. I got the pop. I know. Keep okay. the pop. <laughs>
2: or maybe you can subscribe. You know, like on Amazon, you can buy an HBO subscription on Amazon, right? And then right. You watch, right. So I wonder if Pop has that.
0: Well, and they're maybe... working it out. Right okay. now, you can see the first <laughs> Here we go. episode of Hollywood Darlings on PopTV.com, uh, okay. amongst a bunch of extras and bonuses. That's but what? I do believe they're working out whatever they're. Is there an is ID be. doc?
1: Is there is. Is there a... Okay, thanks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is there... I can't see. We don't
0: know if there's a Discovery ID app.
1: Yeah. Is there? Or a... I don't know. Website? But I've you watched... have to watch the Casey Anthony. Because I do. Because they interview the mom and the dad.
0: Oh, my God. I can't... All right. I'll have... I'll, I'll buy it. There's I'll a find whole... it somewhere. You can come over and watch it. We get it. I'll tape it. There's a
1: whole thing where one of the uh, defense attorneys who used to work for Jose Baez... Yeah, I know the attorney's names. They, um... He – I guess in the – when they brought her – after she got acquitted Mm -hmm. or just served the actual um, misdemeanor charges, um, she had to go back because she was being sued by – Zenaida gonzalez the the the, remember? the nanny well it wasn't really the nanny the she quote just picked, unquote she right, just picked yeah. zanny the nanny she just picked Zena, you know she picked that name out of the air um so there was a whole another lawsuit you know but she filed bankruptcy or whatever but one of the defense attorneys was saying and it's all in the court documents that he that she was paying jose bias through sex and, oh there's a whole you got to watch this special. You haven't watched this yet? No, I haven't yet. Okay, it's three episodes. Hmm. It's I'm Sorry, it's there's good. been
0: a lot of things I've been trying to get through. You that you have get, I'm in Jungle Town on oh, Vice you, right now. Yeah,
1: Vice Land. You watch Vice Land. Viceland. I'm watching
0: the Jungle Town you're liking it. Yeah, I like it. Okay. These people are trying to create a town in Nicaragua, and they're all like millennials, and they're all like, This is amazing. We're going <laughs> to create a town. It's like I miss my family. everything. Everything's sustainable. Everything's sustainable. We're just, but it's learning really not. They're other. buying Jif peanut butter. It's and, like, yeah, and then they get like down a, there, and it becomes like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, it's like crazy. Oh, <laughs> it's you know, so you're watching it, Steve? interesting. Steven, you got into the jungle town. He's writing it down right now. Um, let me just ask you uh, yeah, both sorry. another question. I know it's completely off topic, but. I guess it is like a worst murder ever. Um, What do you think ultimately happened with John Bennett Ramsey?
1: Oh, I'm dying to know.
2: Ooh, okay. So, did you you watch that special? I did. Yes, or the series of specials. Mm -hmm. Yes, boy. I mean, mm, they uh, now look. Did they have an answer, and were they working towards an answer? Maybe, I mean they they presented I thought a very solid case that it was the brother.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: But the brother was how old at the time?
2: Like, ten, what ten? Ten?
1: Yeah, I don't think the brother did
2: it. Now, do I? I mean, do, I don't know. I wasn't there. I have no idea if he did it. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that he picked up that mag light and just? Like, any kid could, could do this, this and yeah, have no intention to kill, no intention to even I think really it was hurt an ax- I think Okay, but if it was an accident, his parents,
1: are, uh, his parents aren't, like, if it was an accident, they're not going to hide it. Do you know what I mean?
0: No, I think they would hide it. I think I some think people they would. would. I think they would. I think yeah. because they, because I think the there are certain world? parents, not so much that, but I think there are certain parents that, you know, a horrible, awful, horrific accident happens, right? Maybe he hit her over the head. Maybe whatever it was, maybe he got scared and like ran upstairs, didn't tell them she ended up dying. Like, whatever the circumstances were. The fact of the matter is, if they were honest about what they really thought happened, there's a stigma a lot of times in small towns. And they maybe they were scared that it was going to follow him around his entire life. And Hello, it's followed the entire family yeah. around their entire Did their life. You watch their life. And
1: the, the Dr. Phil special on it
2: no i didn't was, see yeah that what was he like with he the he interviewed the
1: Felt. kid he I know. interviewed the brother and the brother yeah. was so weird on there
2: yeah i mean c- but think also what kind of state you're in it's the middle of the night it's go what ahead. christmas eve your six-year-old I is feel like
1: you're doing an opening <laughs> go ahead That's your good.
2: six-year-old though is dead
0: yeah yeah
2: what how are you making any kind of rational decision? You're not. I mean, if they did, if they did that, if he had done it, and if they decided we're just gonna cook up this whole thing and say someone from the outside, that may be a decision that they regretted forever. But they were in no state of mind no. to make any decision. No. I mean, it's they were probably completely out of their minds I mean, the with whole, grief. Like,
0: like you know, the the writing of the letter, and then wasn't went were like they saw that there it had been maybe like started over it was all these weird words that were used in movies I mean and strange wait, lines speaking of
1: trials and what's his name I think it's about to go back on trial um,
0: for making a murder
1: no um, what's his name who they did that whole documentary and he left the audio on in the bathroom
0: oh, oh the jinx the eh? jinx yeah, that was a fascinating documentary.
1: Did you, you saw that, right?
2: Wait, is that the one where they're off trying to develop
0: new drugs out in the jungle? Is it? Is that the one? No, this uh, is the one where he basically he's
1: the he's that New York. Um,
0: he's from like kind of like a like a high profile high society family, and his brother's like a like a financial guy. Anyway, he had a, they had a lot of money growing up. Um, he ended up marrying this woman. She ended up, like, going missing. There was a whole thing, like, back in, like, the late 70s about this disappearance of the wife. Oh. He basically no one ever found her or whatever. He goes off, lives his life, starts some some brand new life somewhere else. And um, he ends up, like, like, being, like, roommates with this guy – Ends up killing him. Gets away
1: then with gets, it. Then gets like
0: gets away with it. Then it's like on the lam for a while. Like it goes on and on. No, you've it was never
1: like, seen this documentary. No, oh I keep God. hearing about it. Okay, listen to me. Gotta see it tonight. <laughs> you've got. I'm not like. I'm not even ju- like. I. I it, You.
0: Okay. Stacy. Okay, and the staircase too. That's one of my other favorite. What's ones. that? Oh my I god, the, the staircase. staircase! You guys, the staircase. I know we're so off topic right now, but listen, the staircase was the thing. Like one of the first true crime murder documentaries I've ever. They actually there's a show right now with John Lithgow, which is like based on the staircase. It's a it's the um the comedic version. It's called Trial and Error. It's actually yeah, playing I saw right the, now. Yeah, ew. it's oh. kind of based on the staircase, but it's a it's a really interesting documentary. You can buy it on iTunes. It's like an eight part thing and i have to talk to you about it when you're done because there's alternate theories about what really happened (gasps) oh
2: my god all right i'll have to now have you seen letters to zachary
0: okay now what's
2: that (gasps) ah it's a great one great one it's a documentary i'm pretty sure you can get it on netflix but it's about this couple they're both doctors they meet they have a son and it you, I won't say anymore. But okay. it's I'm watching you need tonight. to see it and don't don't read any spoiler alerts. Okay. Just are watch you it.
1: watching Real Housewives of New York?
0: Okay, th- no, that's not okay. Like-
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> Bethany Frankel. <laughs> First How do we just transition about- from murder
0: to <laughs> Bethany Frankel?
2: <laughs> no, but I feel like I do because I listen to a podcast where the hosts watch it all the time, so they'll always do a big housewives oh discussions. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I, re- I know what
1: that podcast is. I, I um.
0: For, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Write yeah. that down, Steven. Um, uh,
0: I feel like this whole last part of this podcast was just like a ploy because I just really want to talk about murder on My Favorite Murder.
1: Well, no, and I, I think I'm just curious. Are you I'd going to... I will you, let them know. Like, exactly. lo- lawyer-wise, let's get back to your work, right, for a second. Do you... um Do you have a
0: team? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, on the team. Like, do
1: you Do you... Are you Do
0: you the, like, have like lead assistants attorney? and interns that can just run and fact check for you? I wish that
2: were the case. God, no, that sounds glamorous. I was in a unit before where we had law clerks and the law clerks, they're law students and they were great. They would, you know, you're in some kind of Disastrous situation, and they could kind of swoop in and save the day, and they're there with you, helping. I just you. want to be
0: able to like say the words "Sam," get me the state versus California, nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, <laughs> stat. You know, <laughs> like no. somebody runs in with like a whole like law, like uh,
2: that book. would be awesome. But as prosecutors, it's real boots on the ground. Yeah. There's not a lot of highfalutin assistants or secretaries or I mean, you, you basically do everything yourself, all your
0: fact checking and all your things. Yes.
2: I mean, people commonly like serve witnesses and victims with subpoenas themselves. I mean, it's wow. crazy. <laughs> yes.
0: Have you had to do that yet?
2: I haven't. That's that's discouraged. That's discouraged oh, okay. because it can be very do dangerous, that. dangerous. I was going to say, yeah. Um, normally, people with badges and guns do okay. that <laughs> um, after running their rap to see if they're violent and dangerous. And so you, you should not be a threats? prosecutor in your little suit zipping around town serving right. people. Generally frowned on. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. Wow.
1: Worst case ever.
2: Oh God, where do I begin? So many bad ones. Do you mean bad as tr- in terms of? Um, Bad facts, like bad things done to people, or do you mean bad as far as hardest to take H- to trial? Hardest to take to trial. Ooh. Um, uh, basically, any any time you have an older person who's charged with a crime. That has that has not been good for me. Um, <laughs> maybe other people can convict the elderly, but it doesn't seem to work. Uh, juries, so far, in my experience, have not wanted to convict an older person. Yeah,
1: really, because of yes. the age.
2: I think that yeah, I think that has to be a part in it because yeah, it's it's been a common thread in unsuccessful prosecutions of mine that older defendants, yeah. elderly. Not and wh- what not feeling that.
1: Okay, so then what's the worst case case that you've had to do? W- without saying, obviously, just saying what it was about.
2: The worst facts. Yeah. Um, the hardest one was a chi- there was a child. It was a child abuse case, child victim. He came in and testified. Um, he had to because he was the victim. Um, he, the defense attorney, um, now his client, I'm a prosecutor, just for, so we make this clear. I don't know if it's been clear in our conversation so far or not. So the defense attorney that was defending him in this trial, um, his client had admitted it. He admitted what he did and he admit and it's on videotape. Mm -hmm. It's he confessed. Right. Um, But then he proceeded to cross examine this child victim in such an aggressive Over the top way, made the kid cry repeatedly for no reason. Your guy confessed. What are you doing?
0: Like, at the very least, you would think as a defense attorney in that case, you would just be trying to lessen a sentence.
2: Uh, uh, Well, if it's going to trial, you got to. I mean, the guy confessed. So, but to do this in front of a jury, now keep in mind, one of the jurors was a fourth grade teacher she said in voir dire so both sides are questioning the potential jurors beforehand um it came up i think i had asked like have you ever had have you ever become aware that one of your students was being abused um and she said yes and i said and i said and what was your reaction to that and she said i was heartbroken she used the word heartbroken and he kept her on that jury and for you you're kind of like great absolutely right yeah yeah. and so when he was going after this kid (gasps) to know that she is sitting there watching him do this and this kid is right in the age range of her students and this was a biting case of an uh, the kid was bitten oh god um which is you know on the thighs it's weird anyway um and to know that she's watching him go after this kid and go after this kid and they already know that this guy confessed what what was he doing i mean it was the oh it was the God. worst day Did i have had win? in the profession so far yes they convicted him but that's the only time i have cried at work as an attorney like i went really? out yeah i went out there we had a victim advocate who was there with the the father and the kid and we were keeping them in a room you know kind of behind the courtroom and it was just me and the victim advocate in this kind of little anteroom in front of the courtroom. And I just lost it. I just, I was just so mad that he would do that for no reason and put this kid through this after what he's already been through and that I just, it was like Ren and Stimpy so where the weird. tears like come squirting yeah. out. Right. I, I was just like. I just it want to exploded. kill him. Just, I wonder what was
0: like, if he was trying to make him like, I don't know, like snap to where you would, it doesn't make any sense. You know,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm also curious about the relationship between the prosecution and the defense. For instance, I sat through the OJ trial. Like I actually, for those of you who didn't know, I went into the courtroom and saw it live. Yes. <laughs> um, <sighs> But what I noticed, like, you, so when we were watching it on TV, because, you know, it was, it took over daytime TV. Like, they stopped airing soap operas and just was airing the OJ trial. And when you watch it, it looked like Marsha Clark and Cochrane or Shapiro, they, like, were always, like, you know, hating each other, hating each other. When I was there live, it was like that, and then when they would take a recess or whatever, they'd be like, oh, so what do you got for lunch? It was, like, really strange. Is that how, is that for real? Like, do you maintain relationships with like people that, you know?
0: I guess you see them. I mean, is it like
1: a game almost? Like, Like, I won this, you won this kind of thing? Or, Uh,
2: I mean, look, it should be like, you know, the cartoon where you have the coyote and the sheepdog and they're walking to work together and they both have the lunch pail and they're laughing and joking. And then they each punch the clock and then they start chasing each other and killing each other. And then they punch out and they walk home and they're friends again. That's really, that is how it should be. But, you know, sometimes, and you have some are, are great to work with and are very collegial and very professional and they don't get you know, personally entangled in the case. And then
0: others are just... Step by step, here we go. <laughs> step <by> step. <laughs> Let me take you on a ride, journey, jury, step by step. Yeah,
2: yeah. Others just won't, ha- they just won't do it, that you can't be friends. Well,
0: I
1: also look at it from a defense perspective, let's say. I would want to maintain a good relationship with the prosecuting attorney because if it ever comes to pleading... I would think I could deal be- I could make a better deal with them.
2: I think the smart ones are they they work with us well. They're they're nice to us, we're nice to them. We have a relationship, we have a friendship. And then they end up getting more for their clients because yeah, you look, cordial. You, you have a good relationship with this person, you, you want to work with right. them. You want to give them a break if you can. And I think the ones that aren't as smart or they just they just hate a prosecutor for being a prosecutor so much that they, You know, I think ultimately a lot of those people do end up hurting their clients. So anybody out there who's going to hire a defense attorney, boy, please meet with them in person and find out what they're really like. I I see people come to court so often. They don't know who they they can't recognize who who their attorney is because they've never met them in person. And they might not know that they're very aggressive, very hard to work with. They're mean to everybody. The court staff doesn't like them. And that all ignores negatively to them, you know? Right.
1: How can I get something expunged
0: Okay <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> On that okay, note Okay that's a later
1: story All
0: right <laughs> um, Stacey thank you so much For coming thank on the podcast Thank you so much
2: for having me oh my This God, is so you. fun so yeah, This has been great
1: I'm fascinated Like I get to I want to I want to sit through A jury selection
0: Have you never been on one?
1: Never been on jury
0: How is it really? that I literally get called For jury duty Like clockwork Every 12 months And you I never yes. Is it your name?
1: I don't know. Oh you have a God.
2: you have a license though, right? A driver's I have a license. Cuz that's where they take it from is the DMV. Lists. Is your driver's license California?
0: Yeah. I don't get it.
2: Your number will come up. I'm sure now know. it
1: will. I'm dying to She's get on a jury. She's going to put you in the
0: rotation. <laughs> I'm
1: no, I'm just dying please? to get on a jury. I mean, I don't I want to go through the process. I really want to go through it. And I and I'll be completely honest, whether I get selected or not, you know, I, but I just It
0: is fascinating.
1: I mean, I like I would have listen. First of all, if I ever get on a jury, I want to get on a jury like DOJ case because I want to be sequestered and I want to. I want the whole experience, right? <laughs> like I want this sequestered. You
2: want the most hardcore jury yeah, I want the experience the hardcore yeah, possibly be. Well,
1: because I'm thinking at the end of the day, book deal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm thinking shirts. Like, yeah, I'm like the whole thing. I'm like, yeah. You want to know what happened? I'll I'll tell you. What. Come on, Ryan Murphy. You want the whole story? Here it is. This is what <laughs> really happened
0: so now lincoln have you ever been on a jury uh no i got very close to being selected the last time it got down i you know you draw the random numbers when you actually go in for selection right and i drew like 31 out of 32 so it got down to the very end um i think they the last person they selected was number 30 Ooh. and i was 31 and they were like thank you everyone we've selected our jury the rest of you may go and people were getting up on there And they were like You know I don't speak English I hate law enforcement Like there were so many people That you could just tell were lying Actors. And the judge was having none of it She was just like Mm-mm Like she was like <laughs> I saw you out there You were talking just fine I think you can understand Everything that's going on In this courtroom Let's try that again What like, kind of was case not, was it? It was like um, I think it was like uh, Robbery I think it was robbery Or something mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because the the defendant was in the courtroom. There was something about, like, robbery, maybe a drug charge. Because they were asking everybody, do you have a history of drugs? Does your family have a history of drugs? How do you feel about drugs? And people, of course, then were like, there was one girl who was like, I love drugs! Yeah, then there was somebody (laughs) on there that was like, my father was a drug addict. I had very visceral reactions to people who do drugs. You could tell she was just trying to get off. Uh, Um, I I know
1: we're ending, but I have one quick question. Did... Legally, I'm speaking legally. I'm not not morally, just professionally. Legally, did the OJ verdict come out right?
2: <laughs> legally,
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, from I'm, when I say w- with all the evidence that was everything that was presented to the jury, was there enough reasonable doubt to make OJ Simpson's? I'm just curious.
2: Well, here's the thing. The way our system works, the jury is the trier of fact, right? So the jury actually, their job is to decide what happened. Yeah. They decide what happened. So I think what that means is that every single time that they re- that any jury reaches a verdict, it comes out right because that is their job. They do decide what happens, whether it's right or wrong or whether it's a just verdict or not that's that's our system. See,
1: that's the whole thing about the system that freaks me out because this is where I get nervous about the jury being on jury is because reasonable doubt like of course there's going to be re- there could be reasonable doubt. Y- like yeah. When I, like when I was watching the OJ trial I knew he I mean this is my opinion everyone so don't OJ lovers don't go crazy. I in my heart of hearts knew he did it. Right. I was like this man did it. But when they presented the case I was like, okay, he might not have done There's a chance that he might not have done it. I know he did it, but there's a chance that he might not have done it. Now, how do I uh, I'm going to say not guilty.
2: Ooh, I don't know. See, I I, I, yeah, I just kicked you off my jury. I yeah. know.
0: I, I I'm kind of of the mind that like Yes, you're taking all the uh, the facts into consideration, of course. Is there someone else that could have dropped that glove behind Cato Caitlin's guest house? Is, could the glove have shrunk? Could there have been someone who owned one of those 14 pairs of yeah, gloves that, jur- that now, existed right, in but the world? Christine, Maybe. But as Do a I juror- believe that as a person, as morally in my heart? Absolutely not. And I think as a person in my heart, there's a part of me that would look at all the facts and go, is this beyond a reasonable doubt? I don't think it's... Right. I don't think it's but not. Reasonable. I'm saying what,
1: what was presented to the jury. So now, okay, what you just mm. said could could a police officer who's possibly a racist drop a bloody glove at OJ behind Kato I think it's house? possible, so I think
0: it's probable,
1: right? But what I'm saying is, what, with, no. I, what I'm saying to you is, with what do so I think jury that's what happened? Ha- heard, but,
0: but see, I think the, okay,
1: you're the worst jury ever.
0: I, okay, <laughs> but do I do. I, I quit you. That's fine. I think I'm I think just you. Ha- you
1: I, I think you're right. They're, right, but I'm saying what the jury. I think heard, anyone
0: could, but no one was there. You could always say yes, maybe something else happened. That house but with, tour, you have to take everything into the, the house, house tour, how did that happen? When they did
1: that, the, that was, I'm like
0: so so awful how did that the happen the
1: house tour i was like what
0: what in the world and, and i didn't the know world. that until
1: i saw the no
2: me neither but look that jury instruction that talks about beyond a reasonable doubt it says everything in life is open to some possible or imaginary doubt Yeah, i've and never the, heard this the yeah. other th- and that is true everything is open to some possible or imaginary your own doubt right and the, you you can only be a juror if you didn't see what happened in this case, otherwise you would be a witness. So you're always going to have some kind of doubt
0: because you weren't there.
1: Okay, see I need to know. You this. Weren't I've, there. Never this. I've never heard I've never I've
0: never. You know heard they heard. explain all of this to you when oh, okay. you when see, you go that's to court. Okay, important the first to me. I didn't that's why I'm going. Right. Oh, of course there's reasonable doubt. But
2: it's also really difficult. I mean, I've been on two juries and I remember one was criminal, the other was civil, so only one of them had beyond a reasonable doubt as the standard, the other one was preponderance, but I remember thinking in the criminal one that I didn't truly understand what beyond a reasonable doubt meant and I was bothered by that and now I know in my job it's very we're very limited as prosecutors in our ability to explain to the jury what beyond a reasonable doubt means because there have been a lot of convictions that have been overturned on appeal because the higher courts have disapproved of what exactly what the prosecutor said about reasonable doubt so now everyone wow. just avoids it. A lot of people avoid
0: it. They avoid talking about it. Um, that's
1: the first thing I would call it back into the jury. I, I want to know what the reason – what what are my –
0: Well, and that's the other thing is that you you as a jury then sit there and it's – there's really nobody aside from whoever's the head of the jury who gets, you know – it's like, don't I mean, I think, because I haven't been on the jury, but there's one person within all of those those people that have been selected foreman. that is the Four person. Yeah. And oh, sorry. you guys are having to d- figure that out amongst yourselves. There's no legal person coming in and being like, actually, guys, I just want to, you have a question? This is what it means. There's no one doing that, No, correct? there's
2: not. But you have the written jury instructions. So you have, and those are the law. That is the black and white letter yeah. of and then the then law. Then amongst and you, can you have read to it interpret
0: and, those things. Right,
2: then you have to interpret it. You can sit there and read it and then try to figure out what it means. Yeah, I need
0: that. And I think this is... Where it gets so hairy because there's clearly sometimes your room is so divided, and some people are like, No, but let me explain. This is what the law means. Let me explain. There are other people are like, I just don't get it. Well, I'm just gonna say no because I just am kind of feeling yeah, that's
1: like freaky. I, I think that if it's something yeah. I really believe in, I'm gonna be the one that fight That's like, We're not going home until I'm because I'm not changing, you know. Right? Well, gonna... So,
2: you're a hanging juror. Is what is what you are then?
1: Well, I don't know, because if Maybe. that's how I, if I, I don't know, it depends on if I'm. Yeah. I mean, if it's something that I think is definitely, yes, he's guilty or she's guilty or they're guilty or not or not guilty or not guilty. If it's something that I'm like, I'm not unless they can really convince me, but I'm not doing it because you want to go home. Like I'm not changing right. my mind because you want to go home, right?
0: Right, and that's oh, that was the other problem with the OJ trials that at the very end, these people had been sequestered from their lives for so long. So many of them were like, "I can't do this anymore. I'm going crazy. Right. You've let me list. You've let me watch like 87 episodes of Seinfeld on VHS. Like Which, I can't thank God, do this anymore."
1: Speaking of TV, if you had it, Judge Judy or People's Court? Judge Judy. Yeah, me
0: too. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, All right. this has been another great worst ever podcast. Thank you, Thank Thank you, you both so much for having me. I've oh, really enjoyed pee. it. Ugh. Catch more of us. Follow us at Worst Ever PC on Twitter, yes. at Worst Ever Podcast on Instagram, Instagram and Facebook, and go out there and have some really terrible worst ever experiences. If you want to tell us about them, yeah. you can email us at Worst Ever Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.